I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to KLT and KLT HD2, an Odyssey station. Um... Uh, I have a list here, Seth. Speaking of the rodeo, we just gave away rodeo tickets. Who's our winner, Ben? Do we have a winner for the Jason Aldean? Michael in Spring. Michael in Spring. Congratulations. When Michael in Spring goes to the rodeo to experience Jason Aldean on March the 6th, I have the list of the new carnival foods that they're going to have out there at the rodeo in front of me here. This was just oh, okay. sent to us yesterday. Tell me, carnival you- like carnival because of the carnival, or are you talking like carnival fruit uh, food line, carnival cruise lines is catering? No, 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 no. Oh, it's, it says new carnival midway foods. Oh, so go at the midway is- there, right there between the convention center. Yes, uh, yeah. yep. where I go to get my turkey. Uh, like basically, ninety-eight percent of all turkey legs I've ever eaten have been right there. They're delicious. They're great. Um, the first one, hot Nashville Cheeto chicken sandwich on a stick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Deep fried and on a stick are big things at the wait, carnival. Here's wait, a chicken sandwich on a stick? Here's a description. I'll describe it to you. Tell okay. me if this is something you would eat. Nashville hot sauce on extra crispy chicken with, slow, uh, with slaw on a toasted brioche bun. Nashville hot chicken on a stick is smothered in cheese, cheese sauce and rolled in hot Cheetos and topped with crisp pickles available at Biggie's, too. Boy, that is a description. I, I'm just picturing what looks like a popsicle with a gigantic chicken sandwich on it covered in Cheeto dust. I wouldn't eat that. I'm not a big Cheeto guy, that's why. That, yeah. That, yeah, I'm, I'm liking everything else, but the Cheetos, I think, are going to dominate that thing. Uh, well, but that's a, are you a chips and sandwich kind of guy? Like, do you put chips in your submarine? Uh, no, but I like chips with a submarine. I don't know. Oh, have them... you ever tried chips in a submarine? I... Just like Lay's, like normal potato chips in a sub. I'm not anti. I'm not, I just don't do it normally. You should really, you should do it. Do it on the regular? Okay. Have you ever actually tried it? You said you're not anti. Have you ever actually tried no, it? No, I've had it before, and I've, oh, I've okay. been to Pittsburgh. Permani Brothers puts the slaw and the fries on your sandwich. It's a big chain in fries Pittsburgh. Fries in your sandwich? Fries and slaw in your, like, on the sandwich. Yeah, yeah. On or in? In, like, yeah, like, okay. in, like, you know, like, you got the... Well, you know, you said on, like, it was the same oh, thing oh, as no. in. It's a big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, well, I say on. Uh, uh, you I, say on when it should be in? I do. I put mustard on my sandwich. That means it's inside the bread, yes. Oh, yeah, but you know what? You got a point there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's, okay, that's accurate, but people know what you're talking about. I see, like, when you're describing something uh, Something like slaw and fries, I can see what you're saying. Like, you if they pile it on top. You gotta be more specific about yeah, it. Yeah. inside the bread. Yes, yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Um, next one. Fruity Pebbles Shrimp Fried Rice Bowl. Delicious fried rice with Fruity Pebbles Oh, no, shrimp. I don't like that, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think I like that. It's sweet and salty, I get it, yeah. but I don't think I like that. Yeah. I'm not a big Fruity Pebbles fan, though, too, except usually my issue with Fruity Pebbles is the sogginess. So presumably the sogginess wouldn't as much be a factor in this yeah, one. Yeah, if you're um, eating Fruity Pebbles, you got to get to them quick because they get soggy. Then not only do they get soggy, you need a jackhammer to get them off the side of the bowl after you're done eating. They want you to mainline those things so you've got enough energy for school. Yeah. That's what, uh, you ever see the old cereal commercials from, like, the 1960s? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> 
was like sugar. Sugar was like the refined sugar was like the new wonder drug in yes. the '60s, according to advertisements. Honeycombs, like, guy. Be sure your big, kid has fuel fight. for school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, that's what they'd send you off to school all hepped up on sugar. Be sure that they're awesome first and second periods and then yes. absolute dullards by third Frosted period. Frosted yes. lucky charms. They're magically delicious. Be sure your kids are clinically depressed by the time they roll into math class at 9 a.m. Yeah, these, these are the last two that have descriptions. There's a, a, a fairly lengthy list after this, but here's, here's the next one. Honolulu hog spud. Baked tater stuffed with pulled pork, teriyaki barbecue sauce, pineapple, and sesame seeds. Now that sounds pretty damn good. Yeah, I would say hold sesame the seeds are a sneaky, slide, really good ingredient to put in multiple things. Uh, just well, sesame chicken. I feel like I feel yeah. like sesame chicken never gets its due. Yep. You go to some places like uh, you know fine eating establishments that are chain Chinese food restaurants that don't even have sesame chicken as a menu item, and I scoff at them. Yes, I, I, I yell at them and then I walk out mm-hmm. just, just so I can show up on social media. <laughs> um, all right, last one. Of the ones that have descriptions. These are the new Carnival Midway foods at the rodeo. This is what Mike in Spring is going to get to experience when he goes to see Jason Aldean on March the 6th. Rodeo Caramel Crack Sunday. <laughs> rodeo-, rodeo Caramel Crack Sunday? Yes, that's what it's called. It's available. Is it actual crack? I, let me read the description. I'll, let's see. Ice cream sundae topped with chocolate dip, caramel corn, and drizzled with caramel Topped with a chocolate cowboy hat. Well, a chocolate cowboy hat might do it for me. That's whimsical. I, I do like whimsy in my in my desserts. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah. The caramel crack. Though they. Uh, yeah. I don't. Like, I, frankly, I don't like. Uh, this isn't like me being a tisk tisk or anything. I don't like people like just so casually putting crack on something, like unless it's really that good. <laughs> like, dude, are you like saying crack? Like are you like are you like do you guys even understand the power and allure of crack cocaine? It's kind of a problem. So like don't just say like oh yeah it's like crack cocaine. Like no, I don't think you get it, dude. I don't is anybody is anybody orally pleasuring somebody out back for this Sunday? Cuz unless they are, then no. This is not a crack Sunday. My god. Nancy. Has somebody has somebody sold a VCR for this Sunday? Any time in the last three years, ben. the lion SOBs. And we got Nancy Reagan over here. My God! Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, by the way, everybody's agreeing with me that Jalen Hurts would be better as a officer candidate than Pat Mahomes. Oh uh, Pat yeah. Mah- yeah, yeah. Seth is correct. Mahomes would get run out of the military <laughs> in his. We need a poll. This would be the most random Twitter poll ever. Who would make the better ROTC candidate? He said Jaylen his brother Hurts. would get the uh, Gomer Pyle treatment from Full Metal Jacket. Oh, Mahomes' brother? Jeez, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that's for uh, sure. Jalen yeah. definitely has the edge. I did three tours in Afghanistan in the infantry, got out as a staff sergeant, would definitely want Jalen with me instead of Mahomes. Yes. Plus, I would gouge my eyes out yes. if I had to hear Mahomes' voice on the radio that's for true. a year. Oh, what are you guys doing? Can you imagine Mahomes as a drill sergeant? <laughs> Company! Hall! I feel good. I feel like I should use the text I left! Line. I left! I left! Right! Left! I left! I left! I left! Right! Left! Um, if we, uh, if things really hit the fan, Sean, yeah. and they end up drafting 50-year-olds... <laughs> 
At which point, like, listen, everybody, I love America, but I'm quitting. If <laughs> yeah. we get to the point where we're drafting 50 year olds, uh, we're screwed. Just tell me, All right? we're just like, <laughs> tell me, tell me who's taking us over so I can go get the Rosetta Stone to learn their language. Let me go kowtow to these Let people. Let me find out and, what my uh, new religious yeah. beliefs I, are. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that should be a rule, right? Once you start inscripting 50 year olds, you're like, all right, guys, yeah. it's over, okay? Yeah. Like, that's it. <laughs> cool. What are the names of our new leaders again? Good. How do they spell that? Okay. Cool. <laughs> what do they really hate? I just don't want to step on anybody's toes. <laughs> I'm just trying. I'm just trying to succumb peacefully here. Oh, so they got a few other things here. They only put the name, not the description. Uh, Fruity Pebbles funnel cake sounds like that's not your deal. Fruity Pebbles is a theme this year. Big huh? time, big time. Captain Crunch funnel cake. Where do you come out? I like Captain Crunch, except it. It gouges the inside of your mouth. It does. It does. <laughs> yeah. It feels like if you chase that with one of those salty ones that you just talked about, you'd be screaming. Yeah. Like it's like yeah. eating a bowl of flavored broken glass. It's uh, so let's see. Captain he, Crunch is a rough. That's a commitment, isn't it? It is Plus, big time. It, and that kind of cakes onto your teeth, too. Doesn't big time. It? Yes, it yeah. sure does. Deep fried. Okay. I mean, why not just this better come with an insulin syringe. Deep fried Krispy Kreme banana split. <laughs> Wait a second. Okay, so deep fried. It's hard to visualize some of these. Deep fried Krispy Kreme banana split. So I think they're deep frying the crispy. I think the deep fried is there to describe the Maybe donut. Is it, well, it might be a deep fried ice cream that's coated in ooh, like yeah. a donut batter or something. I don't know. I feel like if I need that's to, what it is. Ooh, I may need to try that. That sounds pretty good. And yeah. then what, what's the rest of it? Uh, the... Uh, the rest of the items? Oh, the banana split. Banana okay. split, yeah. So I'm thinking like deep fried ice cream with a certain type of like donut batter or something yeah. with uh, with bananas in there and then some, yeah, I'm, I'm all over that. How much do you think oh, that That'll costs? be my staple food for a month. Dude, at the rodeo, what does that cost probably? Like 18 bucks? Deep fried Krispy Kreme banana split. My God. I'll tell you what, I've ever, you know, I don't know if I've ever actually gone to the carnival at night over there. Yeah. I've like all my rodeo, I love, because I like we're lucky because of our jobs. I've always gone at like... 10 a.m. on a week. That's the time to go, man. And it's awesome. Yeah. It's so nice. Yep. You just cruise over on the. You got half the tram to yourself. You're spreading out, man, spreading and everything. <laughs> you get over and you just see you, you go the rides, take an extra loop around the um the old the the, the sky tram. Yeah, yeah. I like the called. sky the yeah. sky the sky tram. Um, it's not a sky tram. Cowboy slushy. I don't know what that is. I would hope it has alcohol. Um, hot or barbecue wings? They've never had hot wings at the rodeo before. Okay, uh, candied grapes and rodeo donut cheeseburger. Where are rodeo you? Rodeo donut cheeseburger. Okay, yeah. I might have to try that. That sounds actually. That sounds like a bit much. Yeah, a bit too much. All fat and dairy and and sugar all added together. It, which shouldn't be a bad thing, but there's something about the donut. You know what it is? It feels like a donut's not going to hold up to, um, you know, one-handed eating. It's a knife. It's like a, a knife and a fork thing. Because I got to hold my cotton candy in the other hand. Right, right. I'm eating my donut cheeseburger while you're juggling your deep-fried Krispy Kreme banana split on your shoulder. Because you my giant foam cow- cowboy hat. <laughs> well, while I'm riding on the uh, while I'm riding on the elephant over there at the the part where they. <laughs> what do they? What do they let you ride on? They got. Is it an elephant? No. There's some oh, big creature know. over there. Is there? Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, somebody says if Mahomes was in the Army, he'd wear green and he could punt it up saying it's not easy being green. <laughs> Just like Kermit the <laughs> Like <fly>. Kermit? <laughs> That's good. Um, Jalen Green is taking some on the text page. Uh, trailer Will and Frame text page 9798. Who brought the orange slices to the Rockets game? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's upset with us. Uh, Eric Gordon didn't foul. It was a bad call. Uh, are you guys even watching? But a lot of y'all on 610 were happy for the Texans to tank. Landry literally says Cook screwed Casario because we didn't tank all the way. Why aren't the Rockets getting the same treatment? It's another tank season. This is what we should expect like the Texans. I don't even know what you're crying about there, bro. I've said multiple times the Rockets are doing exactly what they should do. I guess. Are you even listening? Are you even listening? My God. Um, this is that's somebody that's just angry at life. He went about four different directions out of that one. Uh, five, yeah. five, four, four. <laughs> Angry at life. 5544 trailer wheel and frame text page. Green used to be competitive. I think the losing and crappy culture has uh-huh. gotten to him. That's the, I mean, that's a tough thing when you're losing as much as they do. Yep. There becomes a point where, for your own sanity, you have to become kind of philosophical about it. Mm-hmm. And that's where, and that's where and a, a lot of the thinking, even amongst the nerdiest nerds, is starting to turn on this. It's hard to tank completely without doing damage to your culture. And then the question is, okay, how do you resurrect or build a culture after that? Because in the, there was a sweet spot for tanking. And frankly, I mean, I'm a, whatever you want to call the last 20 games of before the Rockets uh, getting Olajuwon was, <laughs> that's a kind of a different scenario. Yep. But like when the Astros tanked or reset, whatever you want to call it, there were, it wasn't a wholesale strategy around the league. So you could benefit from it more. Now that more teams have seen the value in it it's not such a guarantee that you're going to tank and get like the best players alive and then in that time you're also damaging your culture so what do you what do you do because previously you could and then the other thing in baseball is you've got your pipeline you've got your minor league system where guys can enjoy winning so the triple a teams were killing it the double a and triple a teams were just crushing that's it a great point yeah with, with the astros so yep. those guys were still winning games and they had that taste in their mouth yeah it's like an animal getting a taste of human blood you know yep. you just you're, you're hungry for that and at the highest level when you're trying to do it in basketball or football i think they're just you do damage to your culture in a way that's not so easy to fix because guys like jalen green who are supposed to be part of the turnaround are are being a part of that bad culture. Yeah. It's, and it's hard to just flip a switch and, and go back to doing it the right way. They blew a game. Like, if the Rockets games right. meant anything other than lottery ping pong balls, last night would have been a catastrophe. They gave right. a game away. Was- yeah, and the other, the, other thing, um, <laughs> the other thing, too, is that I, I guess with the Rockets, it wasn't a planned tank. You know, it was a... It was thrust hey, upon them. It was, it was a combination of... Harden, you know, forcing this stupid Russell Westbrook trade, um, and then both those guys bolting, and then yes. all of a sudden you're here. Like so, it's yeah. it's hard to fault. So Cinco, um, Cinco, who Cinco, who is weird because he gets aggressive. He's the one that sent that last text, and then he gets sensitive when we get aggressive back. Cinco, you got to man up on this one, man. You got to man up, dude. You get you don't get to be aggressive. I'm listening. Not true. No need to be mean, bro. <laughs> Y'all don't want texts or what? I'm like, dude, man up, man. You're like, Cinco sends like the angriest, most aggressive text. And then if you push back at all, he like folds up, he yeah, folds man. up in, into a corner. You're going to dish uh, it out, position. Cinco. You got to be able to take it, man. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. We didn't get to this in headlines. We'll get to it here. Roger Goodell met with the media yesterday. He made a comment that a lot of people perceived as almost Goodell trolling everybody. We'll let you hear it next.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast sports radio 610 presents pain and pendergast all right good to be with you pain and pendergast sports radio 610 uh roger goodell met with the media yesterday officiating in the nfl has been a big topic especially on the heels of the last eight minutes of the AFC title game where it was perceived that Kansas City seemed to get a lot of breaks in that game. Um, Here was Goodell on his overall assessment of officiating in the NFL. I think for us, when you look at officiating, I don't think it's ever been better in the league. There are over 42,000 plays in a season. Multiple infractions could occur on any play. Take that out or extrapolate that. That's hundreds if not millions of, of, of potential fouls. And our officials do an extraordinary job of getting those. Are there mistakes in the context of that? Yes, they are not perfect and officiating never will. But we've also had obviously replay and other aspects that help us address those issues to make sure they're not uh, something that uh, we can't correct on the field. Okay, so, it's, I mean, look, it's an easy take to go, officiating sucks. You know, you point out a few plays, and, and you go, officiating overall is bad, and it's gotten worse. There, there are bad calls all the time. I think a couple things, Seth. One, where I get most frustrated with officials is when they don't have any sense for the moment, when a call is sort of a 50-50 thing, and it's in a deciding moment of the game, 
it feels yeah. like the referees are determining the outcome of the game. Maybe I'm off base on that. Maybe if, they, yeah, if it's that, a foul in the first just, quarter, it's a foul in the fourth well, quarter. Yeah, but you and I disagree with like on the Yosai one where he was one that pushed Mahomes out of bounds. Yeah. Like I thought that was like that was so easy. Like he clearly shoved them and it was a quarterback two yards out of bounds. Yeah. Like you might feel like it's ticky tack or that Mahomes flopped or whatever, but it's just like that's that's the quarterback, man. Yeah. It now the consistency with which they call the quarterback that that I don't know if it, I don't think that one in particular had anything to do with it being you know whether I don't think they could have justified not throwing the flag on that one, but yeah, there are times where quarterbacks are getting hit legitimately in the face mask and it doesn't get called. Versus the guys that get flagged for like trying like hell to gently take the quarterback to the earth, and they still get flagged for ru- uh, roughing. Like that's a, that's inconsistent. It's wild. It's all. Over. I saw Bosa, uh, Nick Bosa, at least twice this year get flagged for things where it looked like he was trying to put a baby to bed. You know, like he was like trying to cradle the guy's head before he laid him down, and and he was getting flagged for it. It was crazy. My bigger frustration is with the rules themselves, and it is the officials. To your point, I think the, the I think the quarterbacks are way overprotected. I think pass interference, which are those are the calls that come under a ton of scrutiny because they're judgment calls, and I think they come under a ton of scrutiny and are a source of huge frustration because I don't feel like the punishment fits the crime. I don't feel like just because the pass is 50 yards downfield, that there's this assumption that the pass would have been completed and something is a 50-yard penalty. I think that is one area where I think college has it right over the pros. Make it a 15-yard penalty for pass interference wherever it is on the field. I I get the The counter-argument. I just disagree with it. The only thing about that is, though, there's almost no going back on that because that would just have such a severe effect on the score of yeah. games because because defensive backs are going to be that much more aggressive when the penalty isn't as great that I don't know if um I don't know if that'll ever happen totally I know I don't expect it to that my, I guess my point is that's a very emotionally driven call because of the massive swing it can have so the officials yeah, the yeah. officials bear the brunt of that because they're the ones throwing the flag I do think one thing too that they need to do and I don't know why this isn't the case and especially when they made pass interference reviewable a couple of years ago that's a judgment call that can you know beauty's in the eye of the beholder thing? Why are face masks not reviewable? That, I don't get that. Like you can't. I thought didn't we go over this you, and that they? You, oh, they're still not reviewable. You okay, can't yeah. challenge face masks. Yeah, where it's something that like um, there's a de- there's a definite occurrence. There. Yeah, it's not a judgment call. Like you either it's you turned, either it doesn't did or get did called. Not. You can see it on the yeah. replay. The guy's hands are clutching yeah. the face mask. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's well because it comes. That's. It's not that specific rule. It's that you can't review to create a penalty. Okay. The thing. Okay. You can review. Okay. You can review to decide whether or not some a play, you know, a boundary was crossed or what have you. Yep. But you can't. They don't want to create a situation where you're, you know, creating like a homeowners like a homeowners association or like the PGA, where all of a sudden you're out there searching for rules to call because they feel like that would be further obtrusive, and yet. And yet it does feel like in situations like that where there would be a clear-cut answer, it doesn't seem like it would necessarily be all that obtrusive. Yeah, I mean, I guess I get like a, pretty much every penalty is a judgment call, judgment call yeah. with air quotes. That's one that seems pretty cut and dry to me. Like, they're, they're grabbing the face mask. Look, you can see it right yeah. there. You know? Yeah, so. I think, yeah, yeah. I guess that's just the – but the, I think the thinking is that they don't want to hold up play by – you know, saying like, "Hey, something you should have called this penalty." Let's go back and do a deep dive investigation. Yeah, into yeah. It. Here was Roger Goodell on something that he thinks is one of the big reasons why people are 
more critical of officiating nowadays than they've ever been. We all have to realize through the quality of what we see on our broadcast, you've never been able to see the kinds of things that you can see today. And you see it in super slow-mo. You see it where you can actually stop it. Sometimes that distorts a call potentially, but the reality is our officials are held to an incredibly high standard, and I think they meet it. Will we try to get better? You betcha. You betcha. You betcha. You betcha, no, and, Roger. Uh, I think that's a, that part is true. I agree with Goodell there in that officials are trying to do in real time with only one camera angle, which is their own eyeballs, you know, versus what we get to see. I mean, literally dozens of times afterwards in slow motion. And a lot of the really controversial calls, I, I, there's this compounding effect where you see it not just on, you know, the ESPN highlights once or twice like we used to back in the day, but we see it over and over and over again on social media, yep. um, on television, what, what have you, and people are really loud about it and really angry about it. So it does, it does seem like the protests are louder and more fueled than they used to be. And um, I don't, like, honestly, I don't know, what are you going to do? Are you going to go back to standard def? My God, you ever on YouTube and try to watch some highlight from, like, 2008? Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. And standard death. I don't know. I don't know how we did it back in the day. Or I, old, I, frankly, I don't know how any of us liked sports. Dude, Sean. old games on like the NFL Network. Yeah, where it's the it's the pretty much the square. When it's a box it's instead a, of sixteen by nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that, and th- this is what we take for granted too on our broadcast. Couple of things: the yellow line for first downs yeah. that is taken for granted. Um, and the information that Just, yeah. you have on the screen throughout the, the game. The score bug in general. Yeah, the clock. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, kids, we used to watch sports and like have to pay attention the whole time. It was awful. It sucked. It was awful. You'd sit there and, God forbid, you ask your angry, <laughs> drunk uncle what the score was. You've been sitting here watching it all whole time. Because he didn't know. Right. But he took it out on you. By the, you know, or he thing. knew, but he had money on the game and he was losing, so he thought you were <laughs> trolling him. I've had looking back on my life. I think usually when I got yelled at by adults for asking questions, it was because they didn't actually know the answer. Oh, themselves. for sure. You know, but yeah. it was mostly that. Yeah. But you also, kids, this is what you got to understand too. If you didn't know the answer to something, you would ask somebody, and they would either tell you go look it up, which meant you had to wait until you could get to a library, mm-hmm. um, or they would lie to you. And um, and that was how a lot of bar arguments were won was simply by people lying to your face about things that weren't true because you had no fact checking. Yes, you couldn't go and like look up Pro Football Reference on your phone, so they would just lie about Walter. Oh yeah, Walter Brain totally ran for three thousand yards. The idiot, of course he did. Now like, everybody knows he ran for three thousand yards in nineteen eighty four. Now uh, you're you're literally <laughs> carrying around an encyclopedia in your pocket. A fact checker. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the real the problem. Loser. Is the fact checker is full of twenty five percent lies as well. That's so true. It's, uh, you got to be careful about you gotta, what you, you do. You got to be yeah. careful. That's the big loser in the technology race. The poor guy that used to sell encyclopedias door to door. Like, no, I'm good. I got this phone right here. I don't need your encyclopedias <laughs> anymore. <laughs> it was. I'd say like ten times a day. There's something that I look up where I'm like, my God, I would have. I don't think about it ten times a day, but it does hit me that like, yeah, like just all this stuff that I used to just. You would just go on not knowing. Like, yeah. you know, that's why it's so unforgivable now that there's some things like that I don't know. I'll realize, like, wait a second, I don't know how to do this, and yet I've had YouTube available to me to show me how to do it for, like, right. the last 10 years at least. Right. Like, how do I not know how to – like, I didn't know how to uh, – however long ago, I didn't know how to switch out the light bulb in my uh, my headlights. 
Uh, and I was just so disgusted with myself. Like, how the hell did I not know how to do this? It's not like I didn't, because it, it's not because my dad wasn't a mechanic or something. It's because I was too lazy to go to YouTube. When, uh, when my truck got broken into and someone tried to steal it earlier this week, I have a feature on my truck that basically just shuts the truck down if somebody breaks into it without, without using the key. They didn't smash the yeah. window or anything. They managed to open the door and unlock the door and get in. And so my truck just shuts down. It basically just goes dead so that they can't start it and can't move. It's a great feature. Um, to turn it back on, you you need to bring it to the dealer. It needs to be brought to the dealer to turn that feature, you know, to get your car revived again. And yeah. I'm like, okay, does that really need to happen? Let me go to YouTube and see if there's a workaround with this. I'm going to go yeah. to YouTube and how to revive a GMC Sierra pickup truck. So I go to YouTube, and there actually is something on there. And the very first thing they did was pop the hood, and I'm like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Come on. Bring on the wrecker. Oh, hell, you kidding me? Pop the hood open. I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, you thought it might just be, yeah, a little, like, push a few buttons. Yeah, like if I, like code, if I hold down. your VIN number or something. Yeah, like yeah. if I hold down okay. my key for yeah, yeah. 18 seconds yeah, yeah. and yeah. hit a, you know, like back in the day when you could hit that code on the Nintendo and get all the bullets on Contra. Like, yeah. is there some secret code with my key thingy? where it'll start the car back up. Like, here's how you do it, and it's very simple. And they go, gunk, and they open the hood, and I'm like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> that just got a whole lot harder. <laughs> you know what? Usually, I, like, what I, I try to have a policy nowadays of just saying, okay, if it's something, I, I don't care what it is or how complex it seems, I'm going to see if I can do it first, if I can learn how to do it. And a lot of times, I'll abandon very early in the process. But I feel like along the way, I end up learning way more. Like, I've done this with my HVAC system. I've tried to very much like learn how to do a lot of it myself, but you get to a point where you're like, wow, that is a lot of metal I'm cutting into. Yeah, like, yeah. Right, I'm going to get a professional I, in here. Yes. But in doing so, like I learned way more about my HVAC, HVAC system than I ever would have before. So I can actually talk to the technician like, not in an annoying, like, hey, I'm pretty much as smart as you, type of way. <laughs> but, like, in a, like, I can ask the right questions, you know, and kind of figure out and, and understand the system better. Um, but, yeah, I tried to do that with – I had to replace – I was going to replace uh, the passenger window on an SUV once. Okay. And that got – that was a bad – I got out over my skis on that one because then I'm sitting there with my, my door completely disassembled. The electronics aren't working. Like, that was a dumb thing to do. Yep. Vehicles are tricky because there's so much computer. There's so, so many computer things involved. Landry had a question yesterday, I think, on Twitter that I thought was, it's a good question that I don't think a lot of Texan fans feel like reckoning with, but we may it may become our reality. We will mm. tell you what that question was next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Seth is taking some on the text page right now in highly controversial fashion. Over the dumbest stuff possible. Uh, Trailer Wheel and Frame text page. Three one eight one. Boy, you done went and pissed him off now, Seth. Why the heck does Seth always say HVAC like he's a third grade reader instead of HVAC like the rest yeah. of the universe? I don't know. I just I, I never even once in my life thought about uh, whether most people say HVAC or not. I don't. Um, it's a weird. That's a weird thing to be. That's a weird question to me, I guess. I feel like I hear other people say HVAC. I don't think that's a um, – I think that guy's living in a silo of HVAC talkers. But uh, I, like the, I like the clarity of it. I think maybe when I was younger, when I, people would say HVAC, I didn't actually know what it stood for or what yeah. they were talking about. So, like, at some point I learned, like, oh, heating, venting, and yeah. air conditioning. Okay. Guy's like, I'm an, cooling, he's like I'm, I'm, I'm an HVAC-er. Like, anti-vaxxer? No. HVAC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say HVAC. I'm one of those HVAC people. I'm. Hey, this. You know what I don't like about this text? This guy is apparently speaking for me because I'm part of the rest of the universe. And guess what I say? HVAC. That's how I do it. So, only problem with that is that we've kind of established that you're you're largely ignorant about stuff stuff involving home repair. Okay, I like where we are now with this. Hey, Ben, remind me not to back Seth on anything anymore. All right? It would be like if I tried to back you on remembering names or something. uh... (laughs) Because I can't fix it, I'm not allowed to talk about it? That's true. I am. No, I feel like I feel like his criticism of me saying HVAC. He might be like, yeah, see, even Sean says HVAC and it's established. He doesn't know what he's talking about. The more I think about it, the more you're absolutely right about this. Like, Sean, honestly, if you could just stay away from anything home improvement when it comes to my opinion on it. I'd rather not have you talking about this. I it get would it. be uh, it'd be like Robert Durst, you know, backing me up on murder charges or something. <laughs> like, no, he totally Seth totally didn't do that to that broad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, same I was with him all thing. night. Same yeah. exact thing. <laughs> Don't worry, everybody. Durst <laughs> is dead. Yeah, <laughs> I think, yes. isn't he? 
Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'll look it up. He will menace Galveston and Rice Village no longer. That's right. That's right. Um, Landry had an interesting question on Twitter. I think this was yesterday. Um, yeah, I saw dead. it yesterday. Not Landry. Uh, Robert Durst. Durst. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Landry's alive and well and doing really well. Um, if you had to roll with a veteran QB for the Texans this season, who would you choose? <laughs> who will fans be okay with as a veteran bridge quarterback, Seth? Anybody? Or are they are people so Bryce, CJ, or bust right now? What's your um, sense? I think that I think there'd be grudging acceptance. I think there's a lot of people that want to figure, okay, we want to see how this partnership between D'Amico Ryan's and Nick Casario that pans out and that we're willing because neither of you guys look if it were supposedly a slam dunk prospect or something, a Trevor Lawrence caliber or something like that, then then people might feel differently. I think there are valid reasons to be nervous about both CJ Stroud and Bryce Young. Yeah. So I think I think people have a tolerance for it. I guess the only problem is <sighs> the problem is, okay, if you bring in a Derek Carr, then you'll probably win a few more games than if you start Davis Mills. You know, yeah, oh yeah, and, for sure. And that's, I guess, that's where people would have the issue: is all right, we're what are we really doing here? If we bring in, we'd love to see some progress from the defense, maybe Damian Pierce and the run game get going, and then Davis Mills, maybe we got something in him. Maybe he's gonna be a backup, or maybe a, you know, trade him away, or he's a placeholder, or whatever. You bring in somebody like Garoppolo or Derek Carr, and then it's like, okay, we're not winning, we're not as good as we'd like to be yet, and this guy's not the long term solution, but we're also. Uh, like potentially hurting our draft position. Yeah, I, I don't. I think people are going to be cool and patient, but I don't sense a huge appetite to bring in uh, a guy like Carr or Garoppolo just yet. You know, people are anxious with any big decision made by the Texans. They're yeah. anxious to create a so and so won that battle between D'Amico and Nick. Like I, I still think there is yeah. that skepticism that people yeah. have. I think it's, I think it's wrong. But I think people are skeptical about them working together. If they didn't draft a quarterback, who do you think the perceived winner would be in that decision? They would blame – that's a really interesting one. People are going to blame Casario no matter what because because Tamika's just more popular right now. Yep. It's like when two kids get up and do a debate in high school, you know – you 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 vote. You say the guy that you like won. It was yeah. you're not you're not you're not thinking about yeah. it all that rationally. You're like, yeah. well, you know, uh, the kid with a four GPA had some good points and all, but uh, that's interesting. Steve the lackluster dullard is actually the guy. The, the guy, my bud, uh, can funnel beer real, beer real fast. Won that won that debate. So I think though that I think people would suppose they're going to worry that D'Amico is too defensive oriented, um, and yet I think they're going to think that. I think the most people are going to lean towards worrying that Nick is somehow dominating the the, the decision making. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I also think, by the way, Sean Payton in his press conference the other day, um, I, I would have had the audio. I didn't think we'd have the occasion to play it, but yeah. this is perfect. I, I, he basically said, "Look, you know, Mickey Loomis and I worked together for 15 years, and I can't remember ever having like a big disagreement over the draft personnel, anything ever." We, and then he said we'd fight like cats and dogs about like the size of the towels for the um, they did like a version of the terrible towel and uh, Peyton was ups- Peyton was upset because the towels were too small to really get some action on when you swung them over your head right so he's yelling at Loomis about that but he said when it came to the actual football stuff they were pretty cool and that's I think that jibes with what we've heard you never really heard about those two disagreeing about this guy or that guy 
and there are a lot of relationships like that between head coaches and GMs. That's what you should hope for. It doesn't always have to be, uh, hey, I'm putting my foot down and I've got final say here. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, I, and I heard Peyton say that. I, that was uh, about him and Mickey Loomis. Um, so we'll see what happens with D'Amico and Nick. The list, I looked at the free list of free agent quarterbacks, and most of them are people I don't want in my life next year, I would say. Um, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold. Jimmy Gar- Jimmy Garoppolo Jimmy Garoppolo is a little different. I feel like if they were to sign Jimmy Garoppolo, like they're doing that because they feel like he can actually be a an above replacement level starter for the team. But the other ones, like true journeyman, like what would people feel about Case Keenum as the starting quarterback next year? Oh, you dra- oh, that is a really you, you, okay, okay. Obviously, okay. If we separate Cougs from the equation, yeah, obviously, yeah, obviously they'd love it. Yeah, and 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 yeah. let me say this. That it's a journeyman. I still want them to draft a quarterback at some point. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. yeah, maybe they don't yeah. use the number two overall pick on an anointed starter, but yeah. I mean, they use the twelfth pick on Anthony Richardson then, or draft a, I, draft I mean, one in the second round. I think Keenan would be a great guy for coming in, and yeah, I think you might you know you might win more games with Keenum than you do uh, with obviously with a lot of other guys. Yeah. Um, but he's not at this point. I like. I don't think there's a Geno Smith season in Case Keenum necessarily. Um, but I'd, I'd feel actually pretty good about that. Yeah. I think that's a guy like as we just talked about the Rockets and how there's a danger in losing the culture battle that somehow Jalen Green, a lot of these guys are just going to be almost permanently ruined by all this losing. That yeah, I worry about that. That you don't want to go through a season where man, okay, hey. You can show a lot of character by losing a bunch of games by three to ten points, but ultimately, at the end of the day, it just feels a whole lot like losing. Um, Keenan might be the, the the best compromise there. Yep. What what uh, Seth is referring to with Jalen Green is after last night's game, where the Rockets completely handed a game to the Sacramento Kings. He yeah. they they lost the game one thirty to one twenty eight. This is what Jalen Green had to say. Things just didn't go our way at the end. But it was super fun, competitive. Everyone was playing hard. Um, I think we had a really solid bounce that game from last game. You know, we was talking about coming up with effort and stuff like that. Reason coach was mad. Um, I think I think we answered back for that. So, for example, Seth, one of the, you know if they have one of those games like they, they gave away last year, like that Chiefs game where Davis fumbled in overtime and handed the game to the Chiefs. We don't need Derek Stingley Jr. after a game like that stepping up to a microphone and telling us how super fun it was. But it was super yeah. fun. It was super fun. I, yeah. I do think, okay, let me play devil's advocate here because Cinco did have a good text earlier, which was that, that Eric Gordon foul was the sketchiest of all foul calls. And Should if, never have been in that spot, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. They, they let it slip away before they yes. let it slip away, basically. Yeah. Um, as far as that goes, uh, like if I were going to play devil's advocate for a team that's let up more than 150 points twice in the last week, um, I would say, and like we're patting them on the back for only giving up 130 30, last yeah, night. Yeah, 130, yeah. yeah. So I would say that he didn't want to criticize the officials, uh, but still, yeah, there's room for disappointment in blowing that lead well before the Eric Gordon call. So Cinco was mad that I got mad at him. I have to make amends for him. Sink, su- super fun. It was, it was yeah. the game was just super fun. But it was super fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was super fun. Super fun is like that's not the same. Okay, you can be mad at the officials, yeah. um, but not want to get fined without describing it as super fun because you only let up 130 points after yeah. all. Well, 127 legitimate points. The, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Because I'm sure all 128 of the Rockets points were all on the up and up. No bad calls, I'm sure. Also, by the way, yeah, multiple people have said, uh, I've installed complete HVAC units in over 28,000 homes in Houston, saying HVAC is perfectly fine. Yeah. And that's what I say. Go Cougs. Yeah. Um, 
somebody else who says he's an HVAC professional. I think, you know what I think? I might have used to say, I might have you previously said HVAC, but when I started learning all about it on YouTube and taking my YouTube class and HVAC. everything, I think they all say HVAC, or at least people too. I was watching say HVAC. Yep, I, so I that's think that's how they, I got it. I think yeah. they do too. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you. So, you know what? This reminds me of back when I got one of my brother's older friends made fun of me for calling it a condom back in the day oh. because this was back when safe sex was first making us. Would they call it a rubber? Yeah. Yeah, he was like, what are you, a condom? What are you talking about? It's a rubber, you nerd. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, we get, there was like a real big push at that time to start wearing condoms. I still barely knew what one was, but I was making jokes about them. And, uh, yeah, my brother's, my older brother's friends were like, uh, acting like I was a huge nerd for saying condom Mm. instead of, Instead of rubber, yeah. Good thing you didn't say prophylactic device. They would have given you a swirly. They would have dumped. Well, yeah, that would be that would be over the top. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but that was the old, um, uh, you know. Basically, I all I knew was a condom was supposed to protect you from AIDS, um, and that you were, in that, in that you could get AIDS from French kissing, according to my girlfriend. According to your girlfriend. So that was the uh, yeah. That was a big fear was all the different ways you could catch AIDS that you totally couldn't catch AIDS from. Yep. You're, very dumb. Look Very it up. Dumb. The 80s, kids. Yeah. It was a time, man. I tell you, it was a it time. It was a time. Yeah, let me tell you about the 80s. Okay? Let me tell you about the 80s. Sean, I know we've got ads. I don't give a damn. The people need to know. We came out of an era in the 60s and 70s where people were pushing the boundaries sexually. It was a wide open new world. Free love for everybody. And then all of a sudden, just as you're a, a young kid hitting puberty in the, in the early to mid-1980s, all of a sudden... <laughs> Yep, yep. By the way, everybody, turns out you can get AIDS from just about everything. Yeah. Because they didn't know. Right. They didn't know. Right. And everybody was paranoid and petrified all the time for, for damn near uh, 20 years. Puberty yeah. was one gigantic record scratch for guys like now, us. Now, all of a sudden, yeah. I check back in with social media, and it's turned back into one giant key party with these kids. <laughs> uh, Sean and I love, we missed out on like a we half did. century of like the craziest, wildest stuff you can imagine yep. because uh, we're all rightfully scared of something we didn't know much about. Timing's everything. Timing is everything, no doubt. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you on a- Now for uh, our corporate sponsor. Thursday. If this is your way of trying to get a condom sponsorship, it's a hell of a job by you. <laughs> it's called rubbers, Sean. Oh, my bad. I call, them prof- I call them prophylactic devices. A Jimmy hat. That's what you call them. <laughs> They do call him that. <laughs> All right. There were big trades in the NBA last night. We'll get you up to speed. Is the big three not in vogue anymore thanks to these three clowns? That's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.